Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your favorite weekly podcast about the weird, the wonderful, the incredible, the unbelievable, the fantastical, but absolutely truthful, truthfully, truthful, real stories of people who being told by the people who lived them. I am one of your hosts, Adam Beebe. With me, as always, is my other co-host, Barry Johnston. And also, we've got some special guests joining us today as well, who will be introduced very soon. Uh, Barry, you would think after five years, this being our fifth anniversary show, I would be better at speaking. It never, uh, it never gets easier. It just doesn't. It's just not something that's. It comes uh, easy sometimes. I mean, we certainly have the days when it gets easy, but uh, sometimes it's not. And then you just kind of got to fake it till you make it. You know. That's right. That's right. And that's that is um, that is uh, that's how we've made it through five years of this thing so far. That's right, dude. It's so crazy to imagine, to even think about. I mean, because it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but we've talked to just so many people and we put out a new episode over 250 episodes you know for every week you know not 250 episodes per week uh but you know a one a new episode every week for the past 260 weeks five years man it's just yeah it's wild it's mind-blowing it's wild it's wild so it's a lot it's a lot oh hold on did you hear that Who's at the door? Who's at the door? Let me see. Who is it? It is I, said me. I know that squeaky voice. Come on in, mystery guest. I was born in 1976 <laughs> in Okarty, Oklahoma. <laughs> really? I didn't know you were born in Okarty. Yes, joining us is uh, our first original special correspondent, Mr. Jeff Hubbard. He is our resident Bigfoot expert and uh, voice of the listener. For those of you who take the time to write in your stories to share, he's the guy, the go-to guy, the top of the list of people to read the stories. He's also Uncle Jeff uh, on our special Halloween and or, or Halloween sometime, our special holiday episodes where he reads us a creepy story and uh we have lots of laughs and and such jeff so good to see you. it's been too 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 long my friend guys it's great to be here i hope i wasn't interrupting anything i just 
you know, usually I text before I come or call. Oh, you're oh, you're welcome. But, yes, well, uh, you know, anytime. You've always been a very polite boy, so I just decided to drop by today and see how you <laughs> fellas are doing. Well, we love the drop in, the virtual drop in. Um, <laughs> so. And congratulations on five years, guys! I can't believe that it's been this long, and. Uh, you know, how many episodes you guys have under your belt. And I, I don't think you've ever missed a week. Have you ever missed a week? No. Nope. That's unbelievable, man. Uh, dedication, guys. I think it's I think it's great. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. I love it. Thanks, man. Love it. We, we appreciate it, buddy. Uh, you know, you are well, – everybody always asks about you and, uh, you know, how you've been doing. So it's good to have you here with us. Um, and being part of the uh, the celebration, uh, we know we've got you only for a short time. You're all, always in high demand, so we like to squeeze out as much of you as we can um, whenever that, you're around. That sounds. That sounds uh, that, I was going to say that was a little <laughs> sexual. Well, but yeah. it always gets sexual when Hub's around for some That's reason. True. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> That's well, true. I, I, I didn't even start this. You just bring <laughs> that energy, dude. You bring the energy, man. Yeah, the original. <laughs> so, have you been up to anything interesting lately, man? Have you heard, have you read any stories or gotten any, um, any seen anything interesting in the news? I mean, besides all the UFO stuff happening, um, do you have? I mean, do you have any thoughts on that at all? Right. You know, I tell you, guys, I have meant to try to keep up with the UFO stuff this summer, yeah. but I just. I just haven't been in the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't blame you. I do want to get caught up. You know, I've gotten snippets here and there, but uh, yeah, as far as everything that's going, I just, I just really haven't kept up with it. But I don't know. Really, this summer kind of started off for me. Uh, I, I kind of went on a treasure hunt this summer. Oh, you did. Yeah. What'd you do? Anything yeah, fun? This, well, I, I did. Anything uh, that we can talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, this, is, this is pretty uh, family-friendly, I'd say. Okay. okay. But so uh, there's one adventure that we that you really want to go on that we can't talk about. But, uh, exactly. I digress. Exactly. There's more than one thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, you know, work had kind of slowed down, and uh, I kind of started, I don't know, where I got the idea, I'd, I'd kind of dip my toe in the water on this maybe a couple summers ago. But I, I started looking into uh, old newspaper archives mm -hmm. from uh, uh, the Oklahoma History Center. Okay, They've wow. got a great archive with a lot of uh, early newspapers, you know, from even before statehood. Yeah. And uh, they're, I mean... I, People were really into treasure back okay. in the day. Okay. You know, then there's still people are still kind of into treasure. Oh yeah. yeah, sure. Right? But I I did a few searches, you know, in like pretty much all of their available newspapers from like eighteen eighties through the present day. Wow. Uh for buried treasure. Okay. Uh uh uh, buried gold okay. and silver and things mm -hmm. like that. So, and you wouldn't believe, you know, how many 
different stories uh, there are out there uh, with buried treasure in Oklahoma. Interesting. And and most of the stories kind of revolve around kind of a central theme, mm-hmm. you know, which kind of leads me to believe that you know a lot of these are just tales. Okay. Right. But I imagine there's got to be some truth to some of these. Sure. But so like the central theme really is like you've got a group of people, either you have some Mexicans that are here, uh, you know, maybe related to the conquistadors or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe around that time they're looking for treasure uh, and maybe they found some and then their caravan is attacked by you know some some indians yep. and everybody's killed except for one guy yeah right he yeah. goes back to tell the tell the tell interesting you know so so there's there's that kind of story and then uh there's a lot of stories about you know kind of wild west outlaw type stories mm-hmm. okay because uh you know oklahoma you know, it's just no man's land, right. yep. just a vast, you know, kind of wasteland or whatever yeah. it kind of still is. Yep. And uh, uh, these outlaws had hideouts, you know, here in uh, the state. Mm-hmm. And before so it was a the lot, state, though, probably. Yeah, before it was a state. And, and then even after, too, mm-hmm. uh, there, you know, there's even, you know, for a long time, there really weren't that many people living in the state and so there was a lot of territory that wasn't occupied and these guys could could roam about pretty freely and uh so like the uh jesse james uh was in oklahoma a lot and uh you know rob banks uh in the state and and surrounding states and uh so there's a place out in western oklahoma near the town of cement yeah, oh, and yeah. it's oh. called there's there's a hill out there called Buzzard's Roost. Okay. And uh uh there's a bunch of uh you know there's some James brothers and James gang signatures that have been scratched into that rock. Oh and, wow. Uh supposedly there's some symbols as well that point you to treasure that is buried right. yeah. in, the, in, yeah, the, in yeah. the area. Is yeah. that uh what do they call that? Robber's Cave? Or is that Robber's Cave? Or is that something else? Well, Robber's Cave is in southeast Oklahoma. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, okay. this is Buzzard's Roost. Okay. Buzzard's Roost. Okay. I guess, okay, so Frank James, Jesse James's brother, this what this is one reason why I think that there there might be some truth to this story. Uh, Frank James got released from jail. And then he wound up buying some property out near uh, cement, okay. you know, around this buzzard's mm-hmm. roost. And, like, the townsfolk, you know, or whatever, would see him out looking for things. And he would be on his horse and checking different things out. Like, he knew something was buried out there, but he couldn't remember where. Or if he had a map, maybe the map wasn't that great. Okay, But he was out there. Uh, you know, and, and wow. people were convinced that there oh, wow. was that there was treasure out there. That's awesome, man. Yeah, 
Yeah. Where, where, what are the, like, what are the first publications of, in Oklahoma, like in the 1880s or whatever, like what newspapers were out there? What, well, what, what King would, Fisher okay. had a newspaper. I think the earliest issues of that were, you know, pre-land run, I believe. Wow, wow. Uh, and then El Reno had a lot of papers. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm thinking back like pre-1900. Uh, of course, you know, there was Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City papers and right. Tulsa papers. Uh, but then, you know, there's a ton of small town newspapers that have these uh, treasure stories. That is so cool. Well, that, yeah, that's so cool, man. Of course, it is. I mean... Small towns would have a newspaper, you know, even for the county or the area, because that's how news got out, you know. I mean, right. back yeah. then, so you would have to have, you know, something like that. So it's it cool that that we had the foresight, or somebody had the foresight to keep those yeah. newspapers. You know, that's right. like that was the only way you could get information back in the day, which is just mm-hmm. mind blowing. Yeah, even pre, you know what I mean, like pre-phone. Like it's just yeah. like what? How did you know? I mean, we think that our our information is faulty now. <laughs> Back then, you're oh, man. you're yeah, at the whims sure. of somebody saying something to somebody who says something to somebody who yeah. puts it in the paper, and it, yeah, and and That's exactly not to, right. Not to mention the fact that uh, often they would just make up stories. To sell newspapers, sure, you know, and right. like uh, like seeing f- flying craft in the sky, and you know, uh, strange beasts in the the desert. You know, I mean, and yeah. th- those are, I mean, you can find books uh, like I've got one, you know, cowboys and dinosaurs or something like that, where they talk about, yeah, you know, wow. they take they these guys do research into or this one guy does a lot of it research in old newspapers and takes out those type of stories and kind of like you know dissects them a little bit right. to kind of see what you know maybe they maybe what they saw what it was so are these like right. how, when you're doing this type of research up is this like mm-hmm. microfish type stuff or like what how are you how are you able to get this information for yourself anyone in the world can get this information from their home computer okay. it's <laughs> it's on the uh it's on the uh it's the Oklahoma History Center's website okay and uh they've got a newspaper archive okay and it's it's searchable it's really user friendly you know That's you cool. can you can it's cool. You know, I had sent you guys some uh, – I was looking at those old Kingfisher papers. That was maybe last summer mm-hmm. uh, where they were – it was like a 50th anniversary edition yeah, of yeah, the yeah. land run. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, I mean, that paper was like over 120 pages long. Wow. And it was just chock full of stories about, uh, you know – people's family stories of being in the land run and then surviving on their homestead, mm-hmm. you know, what they would eat. It, it, it was such an interesting read. It, yeah. It's so cool because it's really a window into the past. You know, you think about the land run and, and how everybody got there. And, uh, but then once you're there, you know, Oklahoma is an inhospitable place to live. Absolutely. You know, I can't imagine coming here like 
kingfisher especially you know there's there's some trees out there i don't know you know yeah. there's some oaks you know but are those trees really timbers that you could readily build right you know a house from for sure or cut uh you know uh wooden planks from or whatever to build a proper yeah. house and with the extreme temperatures and uh, in both in the winter because we used to have a lot colder winters yep. in yeah. Oklahoma than than we have now yeah well but one the thing that you're forgetting though from our Oklahoma history is that uh, because there weren't a lot of trees that that's why there are a lot of right. sod houses right sod houses and yeah. mud so houses you'd, yeah. you'd live in your dugout or your sod house yep uh, they, they, you know, just, you know, and it doesn't rain that often, you know, yeah. and you've got to plant right. crops to, to grow and some yeah. years they, they don't happen. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it would have been a, a crazy time to, to, uh, and a crazy place to, mm-hmm. to start like with really nothing. You have to be yeah. tough, man. You gotta be you really, really, you'd have really to be extremely yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah. Extremely and, tough. and I can, I can say for myself that I would not have been a good land. Yeah. <laughs> land yeah. It's true. I kind of used to romanticize a little bit about the old West and, and think, you know, that would be, that would be a cool time to, yeah. to be alive. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I watched uh, 1883. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. That scared the yeah. shit out of me. Yeah, no kidding, man. <laughs> well, because... My you, dreams are... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm completely... It's life and death on a daily yeah. basis. And, yeah. yeah, and it's like how how resilient those people were. You know, you had to be pretty brave to come out this way, obviously, um, at that time, because there just was, there's nothing established. And then taking the chance, what are you going to do once you get out here? How are you going to live? How are you going to feed a family? I mean, that, it, I mean, that whole thing. Yeah. And it wasn't a family of, you know, two kids. It was, right. you know, back 20. then, right. Yeah. Back <laughs> you know, then. And, yes. and a lot of them, you know, it, babies, got, I mean, the infant mortality rate was just sky high, you know, yep. so living through childhood was, yes. was quite an accomplishment back yes. then, especially out on the plains like that. Yeah. It, that uh, is so true. I think that when I was a kid growing up, I didn't realize just how, how interesting Oklahoma history was until I got to be older. I didn't realize, like, Oklahoma is a special place. It was it was a because it is the the West. It's the old West. Yeah. It was it was a lot of people willing to take a chance to come out here. Um, that sort of um, that that American dream type of a situation for immigrants mm-hmm. to come out here right. to stake their claim to have something like. That was just it. It 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 didn't happen everywhere, and it and it happened here, and it's yeah. really pretty freaking interesting, man. It is, yeah, yeah. and it's crazy, you know. And, and those were our ancestors, right? You know, yeah. our, yes, you know. I mean, we we come from those people, and I I can't imagine having the the guts and the will and and the just and the the, the know how that they had to have to survive so yeah it is absolutely it is really cool especially when you consider that like some people came from not just like you know back east but they came from germany they came from right england europe you know all these other places foreign 
you know, complete foreign countries across the sea on a boat. Yep. Then halfway across the com- the country, and then you know, like because that's where the BBs they came from England, and they you know came across and were in Kansas for a bit before they got into the land run. You know, yep. and just, so it's just it's wild. Yeah, it is, and cool. Yeah. You know, my really cool. my great grandfather, um, he uh, he bought a hunk of land in the panhandle of Texas right before the the uh, the uh, the big dust storm hit and he lost everything and uh, but I hear stories about that and like just how brutal that time period was and because that was still a time when we were trying to establish ourselves and you know obviously Texas and they had so much of that land out there had been farmed and they had plowed up too much of the land and it was all loose material. And I'm just, I'm stating this for the listeners because maybe some people don't know this, but it started its own microclimate and uh, it it, it was just nothing but dust storms, drought, and it just, people weren't able to make a living and it was terrible, obviously just awful. Right. The Dust Bowl Bowl, era, man, that's where you got all of those, you know, when people were leaving Oklahoma and Arkansas and Texas and probably Kansas, some to going anywhere else, you know, where and everybody would call them Okies because they were, you know, at that time, that meant that they were poor, uneducated and, uh, you know, you know, trying to get away from, uh, you know, from the Dust Bowl and, you know, trying to find jobs and yep. would do, you know, it was this, it was a, it was a negative connotation. So, yeah. but right. now we're proud of keys, I think. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't change it for the world, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> well, hey, moving leave. on, <coughs> sorry, yeah. moving on to something more recent in yeah, history. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you guys seen this viral video of this woman on the airplane freaking out? Yeah, man. What is that uh, about? Well, she claimed there's an alien, right? Or something well, like that. She said that this person was not fake. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play this video, uh, the sound, because it's people have been uploading it to the Internet. So, um you know, so it's free, and uh, you know, people have just been doing this. So I'm going to play you. It's about a minute and a half long, and this is uh, a short video of the incident. So hopefully, this doesn't blare out, blast out too much.
Hi, disarm door, standby protocol. I'm a licensed attorney, so just, just be careful. I'm a licensed attorney. So anyway, <laughs> this lady, her name, uh, she was a mystery for a while. People didn't know right. who she was. Yeah. They just went and found, dug into her and tried to find her on the internet. And uh, her name is uh, Tiffany uh, Gomez. Or Gomez. Okay. Uh, G-O-M-E-S. And uh, she is, for those of you who have not seen it, she is a young, mid, probably like early 30s uh, woman and um, she flips out and she starts calling, you know, whoever this you know person that was next to her saying that he's not real, that he's not a real, you know, I don't know what that was all about, you know, what she meant by that and why she was saying that. And then, of course, the Internet, this went viral. And the internet, uh, people were talking about it. And, you know, there were some people in there that were, were making uh, videos where I was on that flight and I saw this. And I looked into the guy's eyes and he, he winked at me. And, you know, and like, <laughs> yeah, right. it, it wasn't like he was real. You know, it was like he was an animal or whatever. So people were like, the guy was an alien or he's a shapeshifter or, you know, any kind of, you know, conspiracy theory about it or whatever. But so finally, the woman comes out, identifies herself, and, uh, and you know, she's embarrassed by this being gone viral. Um, but anyway, so what apparently it happened is uh, she had lost her ear, her earbuds, and she was accusing this guy of uh, having stole her earbud or, or earbuds, both of them. I don't know. Uh, and so she started flipping out and, uh, you know, it seems like she's probably drinking, uh, or have, yeah. you know, having some kind of, you know, br- she was having some kind of a meltdown regardless yeah, for sure, but it just really was just a weird way yeah. to, uh, to handle it and to address saying that, you know, he's not real. And, and she was talking about how, you know, basically saying how the plane was going to crash, you know, if when, you know, because I guess that's what happens if you steal her ear earbuds or whatever. And that's, that's why she wanted off. But she was told to get the fuck off the plane first. Oh, that yeah. was, it wasn't her just like, I got to get out of here. This guy's uh, yeah. an alien or a demon or right. whatever. No, okay. No, no, no. She was getting booted off first. Uh, so that's, that's what that's all about. But well, you know, you know. Did you see the sister video from China or Korea or whatever that came out also around that same time? I don't think so. Yeah, so there's another video of a Asian flight where the same thing happens. This person's freaking out and talking about how this thing isn't real or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, that's the only issue. Like, when I was listening to that, I'm like, this lady's drunk or something. 
because people don't know how to moderate themselves in a uh, airport sometimes or on an airplane. They drink way mm-hmm. too much and they, right. and they can't handle the <clears throat> shit. And so it makes yeah. you, you know, it's like I'm a little bit suspect when somebody yeah. comes out and, you know. And people also medicate themselves in other ways whenever they're, you know, if they're yeah, yeah, yeah. about going on a flight. No, you know? absolutely. Yeah, it's not just drinking. So there's, yeah. you know, and of course she may have just, I mean, it's possible her brain blew a fuse. Right. There's all sorts of things. But it was just, I found it very interesting because that was getting a lot of viral response, a lot of people tracking that, and more people talking about that that I could see than we're talking about. The whistleblower and the UAP thing, you know, Congress testimony, that kind of thing. That was, which is radically more important, significant in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, people are more focused on this other thing. So it is, it is weird. And it, like, people just don't care, you know? And and I kind of get it to a degree because it's like, like I've heard some people say, like UAPs or UFOs are real. Let me know when that affects my bottom line. You know, right? Let me know when I can't go to work or something. You know, let me know whenever I'm having issues. Like, and I get that. I get that sentiment. People are having a hard time, and um, but to me, you know, it's just such an you know such an interesting time to be alive. What to make of it? I still don't know what to make of it, um, but. It's certainly interesting, um, you know, and and the whistleblower situation, you know, hopefully we're able to continue that, you know, allowing people to come forward, being more specific with their claims, you know, mm-hmm. I think that will help, obviously, you know, I think we just started to lay the foundation for that, so that's good. Um, I do feel like a lot of it is probably... Um, it's probably being done by us. It's probably being done by the military or someone outside of the military, but has like, you know, very deep connections with, you know, just, just being able to fund a project like that or projects like that. You've got to have pretty deep pockets. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, apparently that's why this came up was because of misappropriated funds and stuff like that, I believe. Right. But uh, I forgot to mention to put a button on how weird that whole thing on the plane was um, that another one of the passengers on there were several videos taken by different people on the plane of the lady freaking out um, but one of the passengers on the plane was Carrot Top are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh that is awesome man that's that funny is. that's Carrot great Top, you can go and find a short interview with him talking about it I don't need to go into that any further because that's just weird enough. But that's, that's a, it's, you know, after all the, if you're going to be pointing at somebody and saying they're not real, yeah, <laughs> right. Twenty twenty three carrot top is the one you're going to be looking because that he is so. Do you remember when he was just so skinny and then all of a sudden he's Got like Jack, dude? And yeah. yeah, just very weird, very weird looking Jack because you, it's so much in your mind he was the skinny. Yeah, you know, skinny dude for yeah. us, and then yeah. look like he's okay. look like you could pop him with a needle, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I I would feel safe with carrot top on my plane. Right, I mean, you right. Got, you got that much fucking beef. 
That's yeah. true. Carrot, Carrot, but he, you know, I don't know if he can back it up. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, he is. He looks like he you can know? put somebody a headlock and they're not getting out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would bet. I would bet <clears throat> that uh, not only, you know, I mean, obviously his sense of humor is probably developed as a, uh, a defense mechanism when he was yeah, a child. Yeah, sure. And so he probably got picked on quite a bit, and I bet he could, you know, for sure. Take, take. I bet he could be okay in a fight. He could. I bet he could take a lot of punishment. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet you're right. Yeah. For that, so. For sure. Um, wow, that's 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 wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So I don't know UAP stuff like uh, Greer, Doctor Greer. That I still think that's one of the more interesting. Uh, things that we've saw the um there is that four hour long um piece of footage out there where he puts together a really compelling argument for Mm -hmm. why these things are coming to uh the front now um but then that leads to a whole other thing you know are aliens real are are these beings real I don't know, but the 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 UFO situation, the UAP situation, I think is real. I think um, it's so interesting, man, because I just listened to this uh, this podcast a couple of days ago with uh, Brian Keating. He is an like a what is he an astrophysicist or something like that, and it still blows me away the amount of scientists that aren't willing to say that it's possible for other beings to be out there somewhere. Um, it's almost dogmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I've always felt that way from Neil deGrasse Tyson. But this guy had the same point of view. You know, He was just unwilling to... And he had a pretty compelling argument. I mean, the numbers are just so staggering. The amount of things that would have to go right in order for... Uh, civilization to to but i'm always like yeah but you're thinking about it in terms of human civilization what about yes other forms of life um that could be intelligent that we just have no idea in we we can't even conjure up these ideas um anyway i think it's interesting i love it i love any any time we can listen to or read or watch something that has to do with this stuff, I think we owe it to ourselves to learn, you know? You know what I mean? Right. Indeed. Right. That is well, something I've, I've, I've got to get on that. And, uh, did you ever watch, get... did, did you watch the video that, did I send it or do you send it, Adam? The Which doc, one? The Dr. Greer video. You sent that. You I sent, sent that. that. Okay. okay. I don't think I got a chance to watch that. Go back. Yeah, that was a big check. one. Is just watch that the, a good one to watch? Watch the first, like, I think it starts, like, it gets good about 55 minutes, somewhere around the 50 to 55 minute mark. Okay. It's incredible, dude. You're going to be like, what in the fuck is happening? <laughs> but. Right. Yeah. Cause All he, right. Well, hey. Yeah. He has oh, a, sorry. He does a really good job with, like, outlining this whole the history of it all and okay. and specific cases he talks about Lawton dude he talks about Fort really? Fort Sill and that they had recovered a spacecraft down there with two beings 
And that was one of the Shit. yeah, that was one of the hundred and two case. He only talked about a few cases, and that was one of them that he talked about, which was like, wow, Whoa. okay. Get this, we call it what's your weird story, right? But we don't limit it to weird stories. It's true. Sometimes we have crazy travel and epic adventure stories. Sometimes we do book reports and other special episodes. Sometimes we'll cover some weird news. Sometimes I'll see one of my oldest, dearest friends just dancing around and punching the air for five minutes before we sit down and record an episode. But hey, it's all good because it's fun to talk to people, to make new friends, to get in touch and reacquainted with old friends and hear amazing stories. One little side note. Mm -hmm. There's also possibly uh, gold buried at Fort Sill. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Another another, another, uh, treasure story. And actually, the military allowed two different digs, one in like the 1930s, and then maybe another one in the 1940s. They allowed private parties to come on and actually dig. Wow. But now there is a building built over the top of where the gold supposedly lies. So, who is, anyway, who put just, it there? Just wanted to throw it. Uh, this was a. There were three guys that like robbed this. I think it was a. It was a government. A uh, stagecoach that had some soldiers pay or something like that. Oh, and uh, you know they got into it. They went up with a gun battle, and there were three robbers. Two of those guys died. One guy was seriously injured. He made it to Fort Sill and buried this gold that they had stolen. Like a certain amount of paces away from this very well-known water well. Oh, down shit. There. Wow. And uh, it was just outside the, the you know, Fort Sill was established at the time, but it was just outside Fort Sill. And uh, anyway, the base grew up around it, you know. Wow. And then the guy moved to Dallas, and he ended up telling a neighbor, and then he was in bad health and died, and then this guy tried to go out and dig it up. I love it. I love uh, it. it, Yeah, these stories are so interesting. That's cool. If I could have gotten, what I was looking for was to get close enough to one that I thought was possibly, you know, could possibly be real, and with having, you know, the power of Google Earth these days and looking for you know certain landmarks and things like that uh to actually go out and investigate one but i never quite got there so sure see i figured this was all i figured this was all going to be leading to the fact that you know you now you have a uh, a metal detector and you go out sweeping uh well being a a detector i do have a metal (laughs) i do have a metal detector good (laughs) but i am not really that comfortable in public with my metal detector (laughs) i I just do not feel very cool when i'm doing it so i take hand whenever i do it i get i take hannah with me and i make her stick by my side so i'm like you know a dad showing there you go his daughter you know let's find some buried treasure or whatever she loves it 
But uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's it's a little nerdy, uh, but it's cool. Hey, embrace the nerd, cool. dude. I <laughs> right. I, I get that. Right. I right. get that way too, man. I'm like, uh, right. but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I've got some questions here that I've collected from um, listeners. Uh, that I figured I'd go ahead and share. It's just a little handful here, and we can cool. do this and and then uh, wrap it up for uh, this segment of the show. Great. Um, but uh, and yeah, so uh, how's that sound? Good. Good. Sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great. All right. Cool. <clears throat> Uh, now, some of these are related to uh, our, our, the subject matter that we we cover here, and some of them are not. So we'll just have to uh, go with it. So, um, all right. Number one is um, uh, uh, if you could have a pet cryptid, which cryptid would you like to have as a pet? Well, you know, that's easy for me. A, right. a baby Bigfoot. Yeah. Of course. A little baby Bigfoot that could cuddle up in bed between Noreen and I. Uh, and we can train him to do the dishes. And once he gets big enough, he can do all the yard work. And I was going to say, ideal. a baby Bigfoot would be like my size. That's just your way of inviting me into your marriage. <laughs> You, uh, you are hairy. You are hairy enough. I, you know, this is some way uh, inviting me into your marriage. I'm, I'm gonna have to, you know, on the uh, at least on air decline. Um, <laughs> <guess. laughs> oh. but, uh, I'll uh, talk to you after the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll legal I'll, terms here. Yeah, there you go. I'll go for a, a little chupacabra, you know, little yeah, chupacabra it, that I can let out so, to, to the backyard and let it fight the neighbor's dogs, you know. Okay, so yeah, is it is it just um, now you could have like a, a, a dire wolf, you know, a big wolf like that, or do you that's something about the uh, that's a good idea, the goat sucker that uh, of the, the chupacabra, cabra. Yeah. yeah, there's something about like that. Yeah, that you're really drawn yeah, to. Yeah, I like the I like the blood aspect of it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> How about yourself? Uh, let's see. Oh, well, you know, I, I I should I should have an answer, quick answer for this, but. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you you may be like a unicorn, but you know. Then again, I'm kind of scared of horses because they're big. Um, <laughs> and you know, and 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 a horse with a, with a horn to gouge you. You know, it's true. It's dangerous. You know, although, you know, if you were walking the streets at night and some street toughs came up to you, you know, having a unicorn on your side. To, you know, yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be secure sweet. them, you know. That yeah, would be pretty cool for sure, man. Uh, What's that whale with the big unicorn horn? Narwhal. 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 Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, that's rad. Um, you know, you know, uh, maybe a, um, maybe maybe uh, you know. I, I'll tell you what I would like. I would like to have a. Uh, I like a little baby Nessie, you know, a little, a, a, a little 
water creature. Yeah. So I, you know, have a pond or even just a pool and have my little, uh, you know, water friend and, uh, you know, or, you know, you could build up a, a theme park, um, you know, or like a, you know, um, Nessie or Chomp, Champy. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Hey. Monster, you know, Great idea. Like yeah. you, you could you could do what they do with the dolphin. You could ride it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, flips. Throw it, flips. fish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I would take care of it, but yes, you know, you could also exploit it. So, right. <laughs> exploit it. <laughs> 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 All right. It makes uh, a great T-shirt, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Would you rather be uh, live in a haunted house, uh, be abducted by aliens, or uh, hunted by Bigfoot? Mm. I'll I think, go. I don't want to be hunted by Bigfoot. I, I don't know. I, I'd like to, you know, as fucked up as it is, and I know that they probe you in the, all the inappropriate places. I would like to be abducted. I want to see the inside of a yeah. spaceship, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be yeah. cool. If I, yeah, if I haven't been already, I agree. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. Right. Um, I don't know. It would be cool. I don't know, though, if I'd want to be taken. Yeah. It would scare me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then again, I, you know, maybe, maybe I could live in a haunted house because we all know how I apparently did already and suffered no consequences. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It wouldn't affect you at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, what did you want to be uh, when you when you grew up? When you were a little kid, what 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 did you want to be? Mm. I'll start off. I wanted to be at first. I wanted to be a paleontologist. Ah, because yeah, I loved dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, and then as I got a little bit older, I wanted to be a uh, a comic book artist. Yeah, yeah. Man, Hub, what about you? Uh, well, you know, I just remember, like, you know, we had a day where they took a picture of us and of what you wanted to be when you grew up. Mm-hmm. And I think they had several different things or whatever, but I did have like the round, like fake light on my head for a doctor. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so I that think fits. that was cool. It, it, you know, young Jeff wanted to be a, any specialized kind of a doctor. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I grew out of that, and uh, I, I think you know maybe a cowboy. I kind of yeah. wanted to be a yeah. cowboy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, did you want, did you want to be a a, 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 a photographer um, at uh, at some point? Uh, I you know I, I did you try a little bit amateur <laughs> photography when you were I, young? I did a little amateur photography. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I this is a, uh, inside baseball. I know too many stories, but uh, <laughs> Jeff, and I can't go into exactly what happened. But you know, you can uh, use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> you something uh, out. 
That's funny. <laughs> Very. I uh, I think I wanted to be a football player. I think yeah. uh, you know, like I. There was a period of time where I wanted to be Superman. I remember when I when my aunt my aunt claims uh, the victory for potty training me and she says that she she bribed me with the fruit of a looms um superman packet that you could get yeah underoos man the, the underoos underwear that's fun yeah. to wear yeah dude and so <laughs> that was like she like bribed me with that like if you do it you can have these and you know i think it's funny cuz i think as a kid you just go through all these different iterations of like you know you try a bunch of things on quote unquote um but it's like uh yeah i think that was probably the most you know until i found music and then i wanted to be you know like a musician or yeah. um but yeah yeah man all right next question here excuse me to uh, go along with your music answer um what is your favorite karaoke song Did you do karaoke much, Bear? No, but goddamn, I will. I'll tell you that much, man. You get enough beers in me, and I'll fucking shred, dude. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It takes an. It takes some for me. I mean, I don't know. You're you're used to being on a stage with music, Barry, but yet it takes me a little, a little liquid courage to get up and yeah, uh, yeah, and do it. Yeah. Uh, so w- what's your favorite song, Bear? Do you have well, a favorite? I, I just go. Li- go to. I go live forever by Oasis. It's a nice. crowd pleaser, you know. Yeah, that is that's a good one. You know, slowly walking down the hall, faster than a cannonball. Where were you Do while we were? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Yep. That's good. Well, Hub and I have done karaoke a few times together. We, we have. And uh, I think we actually have a standard, Lukenbach, Texas, man. Oh, nice one. Love it, yeah, dude. We've done that. We did that head cheese graduate high school graduation party. Nice. Gosh, nice. Yeah, you have got such a good memory, DJ. dude. Lukenbach, <laughs> well, Texas. You know, Waylon like, and Willie and the boys. Oh, yeah. And I know we did that there And we also at one night When you and uh, <clears throat> uh, Dirk Almost said his other name Right, uh, right. When you and Dirk visited me in North Carolina uh, We went one, mar- one night went bar hopping And we did karaoke We did, I think it was that I think we did that one again Oh, did the we karaoke know? bar, yeah. <laughs> um, That's so funny. So that was a good one, but uh, you know, but I think for me, um, shoot, I uh, I had one uh, for um, what would be a good one. Um, King of the Road. That good one, yeah, really yeah. Good. That's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. Yep. Um, I, I, I actually. For sale or rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Rooms a good one. To let fifty cents. Yeah. Uh, I I will yeah, say no actually. <laughs> uh, I heard Austin Bolenbach, uh, karaoke, King of the Road. The same night, I probably made the worst karaoke mis- decision of my life. 
we were at uh, Nancy's 57th Street Lighthouse here in Oklahoma City, and uh, I tried to sing Bawa Taba by oh, Kid Rock. Wow. And, you know, to even be up there, I'd had one too many drinks. Yep. And you can't sing You can't sing that song. It's a tongue Sober. twister. Yeah, it's a tongue <laughs> twister, dude. It was terrible, dude. Yeah. It was, I don't know, I finished it, but, like, and Noreen came up, and she, like, was, like, sway dancing in front of me just to kind of try to make me feel better but it was terrible uh, it was terrible i figured how about for you you go something from the uh you know lottie dotty um right or, we like you know, something from, from yeah. dog pound dude yeah the uh the trouble is i mean now i think if you go karaoke these days i think they probably have spotify or whatever I yeah yeah, yeah. They, they probably have whatever you want but back then you know, they had like big laser discs or right, whatever right. with songs, and uh, they you, you had to pick from a book what they had. I don't know. It may still be sure. the same way, but I figure that karaoke has come a long way, and you could probably get about whatever you yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. But, but yeah, we I, were gonna go uh, two weeks ago. We 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 went to the lake, and they have a karaoke night on a Thursday. And Hannah was going to sing a Taylor Swift song. I think she was going to sing our song okay. by Taylor Swift. Nice, nice. And I was going to do uh, The Scientist by Coldplay. Nice. Nice, nice yeah. dude. Yeah. Nice. I, you I know, thought that would be a nice, easy yeah, song. Yeah, that's a great... Yeah. You know, I recently I've been uh, teaching my boys how to play guitar, and, and we... Um, you know, I was listening. I heard uh, "Yellow" come on the radio, and I was like, "This is a that's a great song to learn because it's it easy and it's fucking great." I, I'm a big fan of those. Those first couple of Coldplay records are really good. So, yeah, mm-hmm. nice call, dude. Nice call. Gracias. Yeah. I did. I did a one time. I did. I was at a uh, bar in uh, where my mom lives in Clinton, North Carolina, and uh, it was a lot. Oh, your typical. Um, you know, fair a lot of you know Jimmy Buffett, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know a lot of stuff like that. You know, and and like uh, I try, I was like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna show these people some culture. I'm gonna get up there. Right. I'm gonna sing, do uh, New Order, and so I get up there <laughs> and I was trying to do uh, you know Bizarre Love Triangle, and it was just I mean I should have just walked off at the middle of it, you know, because it was just terrible. Because I mean everybody kind of like. You know, like you could hear crickets. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But like, no, okay. yeah, karaoke is a different mindset. It's yeah, you gotta have the. It's almost like you, like, you gotta have a sense of humor and, and then also yeah. something that appeals to the crowd. Yeah, right. so I, I it, would. It can't be too smart. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I, I think I would have to change my answer if I'm gonna be playing it to the crowd, and um. Because I'm I'm not a parrot head. I'm I can't stand uh, Jimmy Buffett. I'm sorry if anybody out there if that offends you. Um, but I will say I would do Sweet Caroline or pretty much any Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is good. They coming to America <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I grew up on that shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, you guys listen. Do you guys watch the Gemstones? Uh, dude, we are uh, season three, episode 
five or six yeah, right yeah, now. That's about, We're taking our time with it. It's but love so it. funny. How funny is it, dude? Because it it's so it's awesome. it's my childhood blown up on like steroids. It's just absolutely yeah. hilarious, man. Great How, hair. Yeah, dude. Danny McBride is hilarious, dude. Dude. He so looks like cool. Con- he looks like Conway Twitty, dude. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just so great. His humor, you know, I don't know. It's just awesome. So so dry yeah. and just, and yeah, it, you're right, dude. And it's like it's so subtle too. Like you don't know. Like it's hard to, to understand how to. T- are you taking this seriously or like? And the sister cracks me up. The the yes. uh, oh my Judy. God, dude. Yes, Judy. 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 Okay, so uh, another one. Uh, what is your prettiest body part? Yikes, man. Well, I'll, I'll go. You guys can think uh, because it doesn't take me long with this because I get daily uh, praise, uh, comments, and uh, about my prettiest feature or yeah. features yeah uh, shall, shall i say uh my feet your feet really hub you're a <laughs> yeah. foot guy wow yeah. interesting well, I, I have the feet i'm not a foot guy but uh, <laughs> my wife says i have sense. like the sweetest feet and wow. you know, sometimes at, at parties she'll get to talking about it and i have to take my shoes off and show everyone. But, you know, what is it about? Are they well manicured? Are they soft? Just, they're they're kind of dainty. They are oh, soft. Okay. I don't have calluses. I walk. I probably walk five or six miles a day. Uh, but they are. They're 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 pretty cute feet. And Hannah nice. has my feet. Uh, so we both get. I don't know. You know, she just wants to nibble them. You know, and yeah, they are. They that keep them. I keep them in good shape. I love so. that. I love it. <laughs> you know, you could, look, there are websites you could probably make some money off of those. That's probably now, true. That's remove that the hair true. if there's any hair, and then you know, like uh, put some nail polish on them, and then like step into like a you know a pie or something, whatever it is. That they, uh, squish your <laughs> feet around, something like that. Oh, that's <laughs> um, great. Mine, I get actually get a, quite a few compliments on mine as well. Uh, my prettiest part would be my hands. Your hands? Yes. Ooh. I've got really Damn. nice hands. I don't have really, uh, like, I got artist hands, I guess. You know, they're, okay. they're really nice. Yeah. And I don't have, like, because I take care of them. You know, I don't have, like, fingers, which, you know, I never was a nail biter. Yeah. Um, I try to keep them all, you know, I don't not manicured, but clean and, yeah. you know, cut and everything. Um, and just, you know, they're just, you know, they're just, I've been told that I have nice hands. Because huh. um, obviously, we're, this is a family show. Yeah. We're going to talk about nicest yeah you know yeah things that we get compliments sure man this is hard dude i don't know that i outside of my elbows i don't know anything that uh uh maybe my hair i don't know Mm -hmm. you know when i grow my hair long uh 
I look like my sister. I'm like, I had this really lush uh, head of hair. I don't know. I, I go with my hair, man. <laughs> and, I, and I haven't lost any yet, but I, I am getting gray. I'm getting pretty gray. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a tough one, man. That is kind of a tough one. Yeah, my hairline is it's making a retreat. It's oh, not yeah, real yeah, yeah. bad yet, but it's getting yeah, there. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, now, it, yeah. obviously, my dad, by the time he was, you know, probably 19, was already mostly bald, I think. But, you know, I just, uh, I, I, that's just genetics. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, who you know, I still have my luscious, luscious beard. Yeah, yeah, that's um, all that counts. That's all that matters. All man. my, all my power. Yep. So, yeah, so, And Jeff, who finally was after able to join us with his luscious, luscious. It took beard. a long time, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's still not quite right. <laughs> mine, yeah, mine isn't know, either. It, yeah. it looks good yeah. on you. Yeah. So that's all Thanks, that matters. Yeah, right. Thank that's you. Right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Um... What is uh, what is your guilty pleasure as far as YouTube videos? Oh. Uh, what do you like to watch that is kind of a guilty pleasure that you're? Oh you know, wow, yeah. I'll tell you what I like to watch. Yeah, I, I like to watch uh, uh, Karen videos. You know, That's people a good flipping one. out in public, true, being on Karen's yeah, and then right. like getting busted or getting owned. You know, yeah, um, yeah. It's something that's so like, yeah. You know, Satisfying. and it's there, it, yeah. And Karen's can be all sides of the spectrum, yeah. You know, as far as like be a right leaning or left leaning or whatever, just yeah. some, you know, and they could be male and female, yeah. I believe the male version of Karen is Kevin, but I've heard other names, yeah, Chad, uh, right, Steve, right, 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 you know, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I really, really enjoy those. People behaving badly and then getting you know, in a social situation in public. Sure. And then not registering it and then, like, you know, being basically embarrassed by the, you know, in front of the world for their own yeah. stupid, stupid behavior. I'll so. take that up a notch and I'll say in the same sort of realm, uh, people that get pepper sprayed. Uh, I got on a oh. kick. I, I got on a kick yesterday, dude, and was like. I can't remember what it was, but I just I stumbled across this video of this person just like totally coming unglued on somebody and like was at least it appeared to be in the wrong and just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, your Karen situation, jabber, 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 and then pepper sprayed and then couldn't get away fast enough. It's great. Yeah, it's just yeah. so satisfying to watch, you know, and, and maybe that's cruel in some ways, but I just, I love, I love watching that, you know, I love watching people getting what they, what they deserve. So Yeah. An extension of that, but well, similar to that, but is I, now I've gone down on a rabbit hole on, uh, was people getting tased by, you know, get, yeah, taking, yeah, yeah. they have to, where they're like trying to be tough. Yes. Dude. And like, Either they get dropped, you know, like yeah, yeah, or get, or tase themselves, yeah, like, you know, yeah. You see people do that, yeah, and it's oh, and the res, res, the response is always like, "Why'd you have to do that?" And you're like, yeah. "Because you're being an asshole," yeah, you know. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or like a yeah, when the people that hit themselves and they're like, they, they you know, because yeah. they're trying to be all tough. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. Gets me, dude. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, <clears throat> I guess mine, uh, and this is kind of uh, this kind of nerdy. <clears throat> Again, as uh, gold prospecting. Okay, good. Video. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, dude. <laughs> there is a dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what is going on with this guy, but his name is Pioneer Polly. Okay. And he's out of uh, uh, Vancouver, uh, BC. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this guy gets uh, into these rivers in British Columbia, and he does what he calls snipey. He snipes for gold. <clears throat> he'll uh, sometimes he'll just use a snorkel. Sometimes he will don full scuba gear, but he'll get down in these rivers. And he always has his GoPro or whatever, you know, and he gets into these crevices in these rivers and creeks and like moves water and finds these gold nuggets. Wow. And it is so I just I can't get enough of that shit. There's another guy in the same area. And sometimes these guys will collaborate on videos. His name's Dan Hurd. Okay. And he does the same thing. He'll do some high banking and other things like that. And I don't know it. It it I just can watch that shit. Uh, all day long. That's great, Love man. It. Have yeah. you watched? Um, there were now. I, I've watched where there's people that go diving, like in like a, a river or something, like in a city, and they'll like pull up, you know, uh, like magnet wallets. fishing and yeah. things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. magnet fishing. Yeah, is awesome. Dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen those divers that will pull that stuff out yeah. too. That it's always so interesting. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. All right, last one. Um, uh, what would you like to learn from an alien civilization? Wow. Um, I would like to learn um, the um, if, like, say, if we believe that these uh, these crafts exist, they have a propulsion system in them. I would like to learn about that, but I would like to learn about that in a way that is like um, it gives something back to society. So mm-hmm. how could we harness that to to help mankind? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. Would, right. I think that would be how useful. To, how to adapt their technology into ours, integrate yeah. it into ours yeah. so that we could uh, travel amongst the stars. Right, right. Right. I guess I would, uh, I don't know, uh, that would, Barry, yes. I mean, I think that would be probably one of the most important things mm-hmm. that we could that we could learn from an alien civilization. But it would be interesting to see their thoughts on how they form, just like, you know, how we've looked at the formation of the Earth and how we believe that humans uh, came to be through mm. evolution or, you know, religious means yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. Yeah. I think it would be interesting because they've got to have the same kind of thoughts about, you know, where did we come from? You know, that, yeah. that, that we have. So now are you more about along the biological scientific aspects of their, their planetary evolution, or where their stars, right. wherever they came from, exactly, and not so much now, but what, not so much like the theological, but the bio, right. the science based. 
Yeah. The, but, you know, the theological would be interesting, too, to mm-hmm. see. But, you know, I, I, I think that's really interesting uh, because, you know, every, you know, human race or tribe or whatever, I would imagine, has some kind of thought about a higher being mm-hmm. or, you know, some kind of a God that, you know, kind of rules over them and and created them, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so I wondered so the they cre- have the same. Yeah, the creation story. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's a good one as well, um, which kind of is, I'm kind of similar. I would want to know about the their history, their you know their cultural development and their how you know where they come from from their history from beginning to you know where they are now so they're they're caveman or whatever cave squid um you know <laughs> or yeah. whatever it is they are you know how the, their evolution but their historical and cultural you know because that incorporates history and art and all of that let me let me ask you guys this. Does the let's say aliens are real, okay? Just aliens are real. Hypothetically, right? <laughs> oh. Does oh. that change the way we look at our past? Mean, I think it can. Me, okay. Meaning like when we look at the pyramids or we look at these things that we can't we have a difficult time understanding. Does that change the way that we perceive, you know, that? Does does it inform it, I guess, in a way? I think it can. I think it could. And, you know, I think it potentially did. Um, you know, just because you have so many stories about, you know, sky gods, people coming down from the sky, um, and then all these things that fly in the sky before we could fly, you know, before we could harness the ability to fly, um, you know, even before, you know, hot air balloons and and gliders, you know, there are these things that are flying. Of course, that's something that, you know, people probably wanted to fly since they saw birds do it and they realized they couldn't do it, you know, but I think that, you know, there's the potential that there were some kind of, you know, you know, there could have historically been some kind of, um, or prehistorically could have been some kind of involvement with these other beings who maybe at some point were like, oh, we should stop fucking around with them and let's let them do their own things because they're going to, you know, they're kind of rabid dogs anyway. Yeah, right, 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 right. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Cool. All right. Well, hey, you know, this has been a blast. Uh, hanging out with you guys as always um i know that uh, we've still got more party coming here um and more guests arriving soon so um but we're, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take a little break and uh and uh, say goodbye and do a group hug and uh whatever else we, we do uh whenever we're here with jeff and then we go our separate ways um so jeff Thank you for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. It's been too long. We need to have you back on um, to read some stories and 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 just have some laughs and uh, all that good stuff. 
Right, guys, and thanks thanks for having me again. Congratulations on five years. That's it's unbelievable. And I I think I've got I'm in the process of lining up a pretty cool story for you guys. Uh, nice. I'll see what I can what I can get going and Sweet. and uh, I'll let you guys know something Great. Here pretty awesome. soon. But awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool man. So thank, thank, yeah. thanks again for having me. Thank you, Hub. All right, buddy. Take care. You too, guys. Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird, dash story, dot myspreadshop.com. That's what's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird, dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what if any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt get a hold of us maybe it'll happen All right. Well, hey, thanks again to Jeff for visiting. It's always a pleasure, always overdue. And uh, we are going to put a pause on the party uh, for this week. And we're going to continue next week with our big fifth anniversary celebration when we're going to be talking to uh, Truth Trek and Tilly, our special correspondent, but uh, thank you, everyone, for for joining us here on the first part of our fifth anniversary episode celebration. It's just wild. It's just wild that we've been doing this for so long. Yeah, amazing. We're, it's a time to celebrate. We've, uh, man, we've had so many interesting guests on. We've talked about it before. And, uh, you know, we, we can't just do one week of celebration. We no. got we got to keep the party rolling. So uh, That's right. so yeah, we're gonna give you a part two next week, and uh, until then, we hope everyone cracks a beer, uh, cracks a seltzer water, whatever it is that you prefer. Enjoy. That's right. Enjoy. Bring it's BYOB here at the uh, at the Weirdsville uh, uh, anniversary party, um, you know, simply because, uh, we didn't have the budget after we rented all the chairs and nobody's using the chairs. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, we appreciate you guys. And, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you enjoy our next episode. And, uh, then we'll be back to it with our regular episodes of spooky stuff uh, kooky stuff, wild stuff, amazing stuff, and hopefully in the very near future, your stuff. If you haven't shared your stories yet, we do want to hear them um, in year six. Whew. Amazing. So join us, join us in year six. You can get a hold of us through our website uh, where all of our episodes are available, and that's uh, www. Uh, what's your weird story.com remember it's y-e-r um also we're on the facebook 
We are on uh, Instagram. That's where we're probably most active. And uh, then somewhere we're on uh, whatever, formerly known as Twitter, whatever they're calling it now, which, you know, we may just shut that out uh, because nobody's really reached out to us there in a while. Um, Not that we're really great at it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter's always been just a dumpster fire. Even yeah, on even know. on my personal, I, I I set up my personal account maybe six years ago, yeah. and I just never go on there. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, cho- yeah. I choose sanity. Yeah, yeah. I the only thing that I will go on there for is if I like um, for like a breaking news kind of a thing, maybe. Right, right, right. Other than that, um, you know, uh, that's we avoid that one like. Uh, like the uh, whatever bird flu i don't know Um, (laughs) thanks again weirdsville here's to you uh here's to uh five and five and five and five more years um and we appreciate it you guys are what makes us able to do the show every week sharing your stories and being supportive and um you know we really appreciate it and we love it. We love you guys. And we're going to keep on going uh, until we don't. And we don't see if near. We don't see that in the near future. I'll be. I'll tell you that for free. Absolutely, we've got too much in the pipeline. That's right. All right, everybody. See you next week. Until then, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. Stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.